0: Harper Audio presents This Life is in Your Hands, One Dream, Sixty Acres, and a Family Undone, by Melissa Coleman. Read for you by the author. For my sister Heidi But beauty is more now than dying's when. E.E. E. Cummings Prologue we must have asked our neighbor Helen to read our hands that day. Her own hands were the color of onion skins, darkened with liver spots, and ever in motion. Writing, digging, picking, chopping, opening kitchen cabinets painted with Dutch children and bright embroidered dresses and pointed shoes. Taking out wooden bowls and handing them to my mother, Sue, to put on the patio for lunch. As Mama whooshed out the screen door with hair flowing and child on back, the kitchen breathed chopped parsley and vegetable soup simmering on the stove, and the light glowed through the kitchen windows onto the crooked pine floors of the old farmhouse where I stood waiting. It was a charm summer, that summer of 1975. Even more so because we didn't know how peaceful it was in comparison with the one that would follow. Ring the lunch bell for Scotto, Helen called out the window to Mama. She liked to add an ode to everyone's names. Elio, Suzo, kiddos for the kids. Pusso, the cat. We were the closest she had to children. As the bell chimed, Helen took my small hand and turned it upward in hers. The kitchen was warm, but her skin cool and leathery. Mama returned with Heidi as I stood long hair braided, and six years brave, holding my breath. We knew about Helen that when she didn't have something interesting to say, she'd changed the subject. She smoothed my palm with her thumbs and looked down but also in, her cropped granite hair holding the dusty smell of old books. what's this? She asked of the marks I'd made with Papa's red magic marker. A map, I told her, proud of the artistry on my fingers. A map of our farm. Pshaw. She tossed my hand aside like an old turnip from the root cellar. So she read Heidi's palm instead. Heidi was a blue-eyed two-year-old, an uncontainable spirit, everyone said. Even she held still, mouth open, breathing heavily, snug in the sling on Mama's back as Helen smoothed out her little fingers. Short lifeline, Helen muttered, bending toward the light from the window then paused, as if catching herself too late. What do you mean by short? Mama asked, brown eyes alert, mother bird-like. Thirty? Forty years? Oh, it doesn't mean a thing, Helen said, and began to mutter about the overabundance of tomatoes in the garden. Seven years earlier, Helen had thought differently, perhaps, as she read my father Elliot's hands when he and Mama visited, looking for land. Some say hands hold the map of our lives, that the lines of the palm correspond with the heart, head, and soul, to create a story unique to each of us. Understanding the lines is an attempt to understand why things happen as they do. Also, a quick way to figure out who might make a good neighbor. Helen and Scott Nearing, authors of the Homesteading Bible, Living the Good Life, wanted young people around who would find the same joys in country living as they did. Their philosophy held the promise of a simple life, far removed from the troubles of the modern world. The good life. Very strong lines, Helen told Papa that summer of 1968. He had the deepest fate line she'd ever seen, and wide, capable hands. With hands like his, they could do anything. And such a nice-looking couple, too. Young and clean-cut. Papa with his sandy tussle of hair, blue eyes, and straight nose. Mama's long, dark hair parted in the middle and kindly chestnut eyes. Shortly after that visit, my parents received a postcard from Helen and Scott offering to sell the 60 acres next door. That's how we came to be back to the landers, living on a farm cut from the woods without electricity, running water, or phone on that remote peninsula along the coast of Maine, trying something different to see if truth could be found in it.